Hey, it's Lynn Brown. Welcome to the Gritty Teacher Podcast. I'm a speaker, trainer, and results coach with the John Maxwell team and a partner with Empower Living. And I'm just going to give you all the 60-second version of my K-12 educational experience. You, you know when the, like, right before school starts and the rosters are released, I think probably when my teachers were receiving those rosters, they, they scanned just hoping that I wouldn't show up in their class because I was the class clown. No, I didn't study. I didn't pay attention. I squirmed. I wiggled. I talked. Honestly, I believed that everyone was smarter than me, and by eighth grade, I was really convinced that I was dumb and stupid. I'll never forget. It was on a Friday afternoon in my math class that my greatest fears were confirmed. I received a zero on my math test, and After crying all weekend, I showed up Monday morning ready to perform. Not in the class as far as reading, math, science, all that, but as the class clown. Somehow, by the grace of God, I survived and and actually went away to college and even received a master's degree in all things um, education and counseling. I still wonder how I did it. I spent more days in the principal's office than I'd like to admit. And the funny thing is now I spend my life partnering with principals, (laughs) school districts that are committed to creating courageous cultures and gritty classrooms. This podcast is for educators all over the world who have committed their lives to equip, empower, and educate young people. I'm sure you would agree with me that the The uncertainty of the last four months has has been felt by all of us and all over the world. I I don't know if you're anything like me, but I often catch myself desperately trying to fill in the gaps. It's like if talking about the pandemic and coming up with my expert advice, ha ha, is going to somehow change things and make it all easier, easier for everybody. But I will tell you, even though, you know, we've all experienced and heard of people that are experienced, you know, have experienced some great setbacks during this time. These last several months have been a great encouragement. Partnering with school leaders and teachers that still have the desire to show up, to accept the changes and serve the students to the best of their ability, it's refreshing. You know, there's new paint and and new murals are being, you know, put in the schools There's new names and pictures of new employees proudly posted on bulletin boards all down the halls. Team meetings, grade level meetings to discuss the new delivery methods. Custodians are working tirelessly around the clock, you know, to ensure that the campuses are safe and and sanitized. And there's no denying that it is strange. There are obvious changes that are just, (laughs) even, even in the school itself, there's more hand sanitizer than, you know, I've ever seen in the school. I mean, it's everywhere. The machines, sanitizer, hand sanitizer machines are everywhere. And there are new signs and eras saying, walk this way and here's your space between this little paw print and this paw print or whatever the thing is. But there are all these instructions regarding social distancing. We've been hearing about new lunch delivery and recess schedules. All that's changing. Some are required masks, some are not. And despite all the uncertainty, and all the different opinions, and all the change. The children will be arriving with hopes and dreams of meeting new friends and new teachers and learning new things. 
some of those students will be learning from virtual classrooms. <laughs> they will meet their new friends in virtual classrooms. Some of them will, will meet their friends face-to-face. But I can say in my lifetime, and I'm sure that some of you would agree, that I don't think there's ever been a more crucial time to focus on just the real connections and building relationships among the team and the students. I believe that that teacher-student relationship is key. If the adults are experiencing, you know, the stress of change, which I, I know I am. I mean, everything's changed. You can't just run into the grocery store for the most part. You you have to put your mask on before you run into the grocery store. Um, so if, if we're experiencing this change, our students are too. If we have experienced any anxiety during this uncertainty, our students have too. If we want the questions answered, our students do too. They want to know if they're going to be able to, you know, play sports or be in the band or walk down the hall. I mean, they have questions too, just like we do. Some have navigated through this pandemic so far and they have truly come out stronger. Some, on the other hand, have experienced tremendous loss of income, jobs, and in some families, a lot of families have experienced, you know, loss in, in death during this pandemic. The emotional impact on school leaders and teachers and students cannot be overlooked. And I know, I know, I know, I get it. I understand there's that because it's what teachers do naturally. It's, it's what we do. We educate and we equip and we, we want our students to excel and but oftentimes, you know, we probably, in our, in our minds, we think we need to rush back in and begin to, the great refresh. I mean, we, we know that there's been this just global extended spring break. I mean, we have been out of school for quite some time. And, and we know, we know the, the learning gaps that sometimes occur, the summer slide. And so we know that there are going to be some learning gains to, to make up. Not for all students. But there will be fronts for some students. But I just want you to just, if you can, honestly, really, I want you to take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath right now. Just breathe in. And breathe out. And just know that wherever you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. We are not in control of what's going on. And honestly, March 11th, the day before, you know, a lot of our schools were closed. We weren't in control then either. But this is what I know. I know that you are, you are champions and you chose to show up. You chose to show up this year to do what you do, to equip, inspire, and encourage all students to become their best. And it's not what you do that's going to impact these young students and, and change their lives forever, but it's why you do it. And now more than ever, they need to know why you do it. And maybe this would be a good time for you to reflect back on that too. And just think about why you do what you do. They need you now more than ever. The idea of creating safe and healthy schools is not a new concept. That is, that is what schools do every time they open their doors. But I think now more than ever, the idea of creating this safe, healthy school with this strong 
courageous culture is is needed more than ever. We 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 got to focus on the relationships first, even over the data, even over the the testing, even over all, all the learning gains, even over all the stuff you know the gaps that we have to overcome. We 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 have to start with the relationships first. Now a lot of schools all over this world that that is an automatic. For some districts, it will be a new a new <laughs> a new normal, as they say. I arrived a few weeks ago to um, deliver a training, and the, I had talked with the principal weeks before that, and 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 the whole focus for their school year was going to be on relationships first. That was so refreshing to me. I drove up to a school not long ago, and the sun was not even up yet, and there was a, a cafeteria worker going in, and that employee stopped, picked up some trash. There was nobody around. Walked all the way over to the, the big dumpster through the trash in, and that sounds like such a just simple thing to do. But it's also a simple thing not to do. And I've seen so many people walk past trash on the ground. Inside the... I, I turned around and this huge cart was coming in bringing a cake for a retirement celebration that was supposed to be held last spring. And there was talk of all these special luncheons and extra treats for, for the employees. They were going beyond the call. They were investing in relationships. They were building a culture that is resistant to any virus. Despite the unknown and the uncertainty, there was, there was excitement in the school and there was hope. I believe that creating courageous cultures and, and gritty classrooms built on trust, commitment, and accountability I believe it's going to allow the real learning to take place. Growth mindsets are built in cultures like this. They have to be healthy cultures. They cannot be toxic cultures. It's just not going to happen. Just like a seed, you can't plant a seed in, in battery acid and expect it to grow. You, you've got to put these, these lives and these, these adults, every human in these buildings, in these schools, they have to be placed in a healthy culture to thrive. Now, my jam is just maximizing the, the social-emotional learning systems that are already taking place in schools. I just love um, the creative approach and, and bringing in new thoughts and ideas and ways of building those relationships. Trust me, I am in the trenches too. I mean, I'm a coach and trainer, and I've been receiving coaching in this area too. I've got to show up stronger. I've got to show up better for my family as well as the clients that I serve. Practicing gratitude, becoming more resilient, living inspired, and, and thinking tough. And me doing me, and you doing you. Not being caught in comparison and not listen to the to the naysayers. All these things are, are changing my life. And they'll change whatever needs improvement in your life too. I'm not saying that you need to improve, but I'm just saying that most of us every day should wake up and want to become the best versions of ourselves. Self-care is necessary and it matters. 
I mean, we are we are world changers. We are we are lifesavers. We never know the impact that we're going to have on somebody. Your emotional health and your physical health matters. There are millions and millions of children around this world that are counting on you, and they're counting on me. And and sometimes yes, it's hard, and we are ti- we get tired, and those thoughts creep in. We call them ants, automatic negative thoughts. Um, thank you, Doctor Amen, for that that example. But they're like little tiny ants that creep in, and sometimes they can come in, and we we can begin to doubt and fear, and what if this, and what if that. Recently, my husband brought in a poem. He said, I think you might like this. And and it really is. It it just kind of sums up, I think, the heart and the courage of educators and teachers all around the world. It's by Wendell Berry. I love the courage of the little black ants who, when disturbed, come out of their old fence post as big dogs come after a rat, take hold of me and growl. To me... (laughs) That poem is all about resilience. It's all about fight. It's all about grit. It's all about that comeback ability that we have and how we value the lives of those that have been entrusted to us. I believe with all of my heart that when we create courageous, gritty classrooms and cultures, that we will then create courageous, gritty, grateful, resilient, inspired young people who think tough and who don't get caught in the comparison trap and who will grow up and have the courage as we do, just like the little black ants. You know, our kids are watching us. They're watching us at home. They're watching us in the marketplace and our kids in in educational systems all over the world, they're listening, they're watching and it is our moral responsibility to live a life of courage and hope so that that we will shine through the uncertainty and change. And when we do that, we will impact the lives that will change the world. Now, I will I will tell you that I am a person of faith and I have truly been keeping the hearts of all educators, all families and parents and children, just just keeping keeping you on on my heart. And I will pray that that the God will bless you and keep you and that the Lord will make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Now let's go out and have our best year ever. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Go get them. And remember, gritty is the new culture.